Hey there, my name is Sarah Elrod, and you're listening to the Branded Cowgirl Podcast, where we talk about marketing, social media, branding, content creation, Western lifestyle, and so much more. We believe that business does not have to be boring and that you can never own too many pairs of cowboy boots. I'm a cowgirl turned full-time entrepreneur. I've done everything from wedding photography to horse training, business coaching, and more. My mission is to help other Western women and men grow thriving businesses so that they can live out that small town dream life that they love while achieving bigger goals than they ever could have imagined. If you're ready to put in the work, grow your business, grow your brand, and enjoy the little things in life, and of course, get a little rowdy too, then you are in the right place, my friend. Let's do this. Hey guys, so before we get into today's episode, I just want to preface that I recorded this episode back in September when I thought I was going to be relaunching the podcast, and then that did not end up happening, so please just be warned that I referenced the fact that it's September in this episode. It is obviously not accurate if you're listening to this in real time, um, but I didn't want to re-record the episode because it was purposely done um, in a season where my wedding was still very fresh in my mind and some other things were currently happening. So I don't want to try to recreate it and make it accurate to what is happening right now. I just want it to be raw and authentic to what was happening in September when I recorded it. So uh, anyway, with all that, I hope you enjoy. Well, hello, friends. It has been a hot second since I've been on here. I actually have no idea when the last episode was. I think it was like a month ago or I don't know, probably I don't think it's been that long since I put out an episode, has it? It feels like a really long time because so much has happened. But let's see, uh, August 15th was the last time. So almost a month, about five days away from a month as this is being recorded today, real time, September 20th. If you listen to this today, I'm recording this today. I don't usually like to throw out dates and make this like super time accurate because most of this podcast does not have to be applied in that way. It's just you can listen anytime and it's all relevant. But I I just, I feel like we need to talk. Um, so this episode is not going to be like super structured. There's not a ton of notes that I am reading off of. I'm not teaching you guys anything per se. I'm just here to say hello and give you a little life update because man, a lot, and I mean a lot, has happened since I was last on here. So we're just gonna have a little chit chat. We're gonna hang out. We're gonna get reintroduced in case anyone is new here and is like, who the heck is this chick? Um, so yeah, we're gonna grab, you know, grab some coffee, grab tea, grab a soda, a glass of wine, whatever time it is that you're listening to this. I don't judge. Um, and we're just gonna, we're gonna hang out and say hey and talk about some stuff. So let's, uh, let's just jump right on into it, shall we? The <laughs> biggest thing that has happened since I last talked to you is I have a new last name. That's right. Yes, your girl is married. I'm a married woman now, which is really weird to say because I still feel like I'm 15 years old in my freshman year of high school. Like, how am I? How am I here? How is this happening? It has been just a whirlwind, this whole wedding process. And actually, today, September 20th, marks one year since Tyler proposed to me. So it's our proposal anniversary. I don't think people actually celebrate that, but one year ago today, 
Tyler got down on one knee and asked me to marry him. And look at us now. We're two weeks married, um, which even that feels like it's been, it feels like it's been so much longer than that. It's like since the wedding, we've just been so crazy busy. So, um, but yeah, I, this just doesn't feel like real life at all. I swear it, it really does feel like yesterday, but also 10 years ago, all at the same time that Tyler was proposing. And I mean, these past few months uh, have just been, I've been reflecting a lot, I guess. Um, and I don't know, I'm a pretty like sentimental person. So I reflect a lot around like special things, certain life events, like birthdays. I usually take like a lot of time to really reflect on my life when it comes to my birthday. Um, my wedding day was no different. And I'm sure like when we have babies and stuff, one day I'll be reflecting on a lot of things. But I really spent the like last month before the wedding. Um, and if you don't know, I got married on September 4th, 2021. So about like a month before that, that entire month, I was really just looking back on like every decision that I'd made in my life that led me to that moment and I just couldn't help but think about like when I was a little girl how I used to almost like dread the idea of marrying someone because I didn't want to change my last name which is really funny to think about and it's funny the things that we used to think when we were kids and stuff and how it just changes and you grow over time um but in high school I used to dream about my wedding day, but I was also like totally terrified of it. I was really worried that I would never meet someone who was as good of a man as like my father. And I think as like little girls, especially if you have like a good relationship with your dad, you look to your dad as kind of like that role model and who you want to find someday to marry is someone that kind of is represents your father in a lot of ways so that was kind of me like I just never thought I'd find the one because like a lot of my boyfriends when I dated just were eh, I don't know I don't know what to say I feel like I never really dated like a bad guy like all the guys I dated were like really sweet guys and I have no like I don't know hard feelings I guess for anybody I never dated like a total like d-bag or something <laughs> if you don't know what that is I'm not explaining it um but anyway, so I was worried that I'd never meet a man that loved Jesus um, more than I do or as much as I do, at least. I never really dated a Christian, like a true Christian. And what I mean by that is like I dated guys that said that they were Christians or that they believed in God, but the fruits that they bear just didn't go with what they were saying like they were not their actions didn't represent those that I believed a godly man should represent and should have and I did a lot of like what do they call it like ministry dating or like uh there's like a word for it and I can't think of what it is right now off the top of my head but almost like dating to convert like you like I took on projects like I would date guys and try to fix them and it was like fun for a while but that's really exhausting and I think I always thought like I'm gonna be able to convert somebody and change their heart but what I had to realize as an adult is you can't change someone's heart only Jesus can do that and um so I think that I just finally realized, okay, the man I'm going to marry, like, I shouldn't have to change him into being a Christian. 
he should just already be one. And those are just my personal beliefs. Like, you guys don't have to believe those things, but um, that's just how I've always felt um, and who, how I knew, what I knew to look for, I guess, in somebody that I was going to marry. Um, so anyway, all that being said, a uh, couple years go down the road, whatever, and then I was in college and I met somebody that I swore I was going to marry. Like, he was kind of my first real love and when we broke up, I felt like my whole entire world just shattered. Like, I vividly remember, like, the day we broke up, I, like, went into my bathroom and, like, took a shower and I, like, laid down on the, sh- like, the shower floor and I was, like, bawling my eyes out and like breathing uncontrollably like crying harder than I'd ever cried before like it just it shattered me so much and it was kind of it didn't realize it like in that exact moment but right around that same time I realized kind of how broken I was and how I was putting so much emphasis on trying to find the one and trying to like find someone to marry and and just giving my whole heart to somebody and you know it like like I said I don't have any like bad vibes <laughs> I hate that word I don't have but I don't have any like bad whatever memories with these people like overall like I learned so much from like every relationship I've ever been in but um I I I just like put so much time and energy into these people and not enough time and energy into my own faith that like I got so lost and especially in that relationship. So from that relationship, I felt like I put up like a lot of walls where I was just kind of kind of guarded and and I I was the one that ended that relationship too. Like I didn't, you know, he didn't break it off with me. I broke it off with him, but it was still like one of the hardest things I ever had to do. So anyway, looking back though, like I'm not going to dive too deep into all that stuff, but looking back now, I can see that even in those really, really hard, confusing moments, God was really just holding my hand and like waiting for me to run to him and he just say like, you know, he was basically telling me like, please just trust me. And I didn't, I didn't see that in that time. But now that I can like reflect back on that and that, I, you know, I spent, like I said, the whole month before my wedding, really just like looking back on all these decisions and like people I'd been with in the past and, um, just even like not dating related but just other situations in my life like decisions I made just thinking back on all that stuff really brought me to reflect that like God was really just trying to say like you haven't given your whole heart to me and like I want you to and if you do like it's just going to be so much better so I had to trust that he had a plan for me that I would never fully understand and to this day I still don't fully understand his plan for me but I know he has one and I, I want this to be something for anyone listening because I felt this a lot when I got engaged is there's, there was a lot of people in my life or rather they were like actual friends or people that I just was like acquaintances with or even like just followers, people I'd never really met before that all of a sudden were like feeling down on themselves like in their own relationships for not being engaged or not getting married or like why why can't I be doing that and I'm sure there's like almost like a little bit of jealousy and that's not like I mean it's not good but it's I 
what I'm trying to say is I get that because I was the same way. Like anytime somebody that was close to me would get engaged or get married or have a baby or something, like I would just feel like really behind or like jealous. Like why am I not there? Why do they get that? And I don't. And I used to be like that all the time. And then, you know, but I guess what I'm trying to say is like (laughs) you can't put all that pressure on your relationship and you can't put all that pressure on yourself. And if you... I don't know. I feel like I have two different opinions about this. And this episode is really not supposed to be like dating advice, but apparently we're going there. Um, I guess what I want to say is, one, don't put pressure on yourself to go out and like find a husband or find a wife. Um, You know, I found Tyler when I least expected it. And I feel like I hear a lot of stories like that. Like you really find the one when you're not expecting it. And, but at that same time, like date, to marry like date with intention um and I can't say that I always did that I mean obviously like when I was in high school I didn't really think I was going to get married anytime soon so I wasn't necessarily dating for that reason but I never dated anybody that who had morals that like didn't align with mine or didn't respect my boundaries and my morals and like the things that I believed in and I hear these stories all the time about these girls just giving away everything and giving themselves to somebody and it was just because they thought it would keep him around and like that breaks my heart because honestly I never I can say that I never did that like I never I never did anything to keep a boy around I was always confident enough in myself that I would go to a extent that I was uncomfortable with just to keep him around or just to do something that like maybe didn't feel right to me but like I gave in like I I've never really been that person I've always been um a little more stubborn than that I guess is I'm not really sure exactly like what I'm trying to say but I just I want you to hear me out and if you have done that and that like is part of your story please just know that there's grace for that and you're forgiven and like it's nothing to be ashamed of and we can live and we can learn from things like that but um you know, there are, and that's also not me saying that I'm a perfect human being because I've definitely been tempted with things. I have given into temptation more than I would like to admit. And, you know, there are things that are part of my story that, you know, have helped me grow closer to God and, and change my perspective on things. Because in the, in the midst of being like super lost, like, you know, there's, there's so much that, I feel like I'm just rambling. I don't know. I have so many thoughts in my brain right now that I'm just trying to get out. Um, (laughs) I feel like this episode's gonna be like so long. I'm gonna try to not make it super long. But anyway, um, I I don't really know where I'm going with that. I just want to say like, please just know that like there is a plan for you, but you have to be willing to accept it because that's the other thing is a lot of people are like, oh, it's God's plan. Like God wants me to move in with my boyfriend of two weeks and he probably doesn't and I'm just I feel like I just need to touch on this because I see I see stuff like that all the time and it really breaks my heart because people think like oh this is God's plan but you have to have like enough what is the word I'm even thinking for right now discretion discernment that's what it is you have to have discernment to know like what 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 he's actually like hoping for your life and where he wants you to go and what he wants you to do um have your standards have your morals and like set yourself up for that 
um, so that you can protect your heart and you don't have to get heartbroken, but also put your, put it all on God, give it all to God. Um, and if you find somebody that's doing that same thing or that respects that you're doing it because they're doing it too, like that's where you're going to find, um, somebody that's, that's really going to mesh with you well. And that's just my perspective. Again, if you're not a Christian, like none of this probably is going to make any sense to you and that's totally okay. Um, this episode might not be for you because I think we're going to get into like a lot of this stuff, but I'm going to try to keep it like not too deep because this isn't, I really had no, like I said, I had no intentions for this episode. I really had no idea where this was going to go, what I was going to talk about. Um, I'm kind of just rambling at this point and uh, going where I have a few like key points I want to touch on. But anyway, so we'll get, we'll kind of get past all of that, but um, kind of bringing it back, like I, you just need to trust that God has a plan for you because I didn't for a long time and then when I finally did that's when he brought me to Tyler and it I mean little did I know that like three years ago when I was standing in the Billings Montana airport like staring at this guy I'd never met before that was gonna be my future husband like what a what a crazy thing like it's so wild when I think back on our story how how wild that actually was um but anyway a lot of you have already heard our story if you haven't um we did a YouTube video on it that you can actually go check out on our YouTube channel, which is called Elrod Ranch. That's our joint YouTube channel. Um, and I'll link it in the show notes and on the description and all that good stuff as well. But uh, anyway, all right, moving on. Here we go. So I want to talk a little bit about our wedding two weeks, like the two weeks before our wedding and the week of our wedding and all of that, because that's where all the realty is, all the drama. So if you follow me on Instagram, you probably saw that uh, Tyler and I both got COVID like two weeks before our wedding day. It was actually just about, it was like a little over the 10 days before our wedding. And let me tell you, I have never been so stressed in my entire life than I was for those two weeks. I, I, and that was not good on the healing process, I'm sure. But um, because I had made a lot of promises to you guys on this podcast, I had told you on Instagram and social media and on the show and everything that like, okay, I was going to take a little break, which I planned on taking a break for a lot of the month of August. And then I was going to come back. I think the first week of September or whatever it was, or no, it was like the last, I don't know, it was the week before the wedding. I was going to post an episode. I think it was the first. So um, that did not happen because I was sick with COVID and I kind of just fell off the face of the planet. Like I had so many things that I like wanted to keep updating you guys and tell you like, oh, I'm so sorry I didn't get anything posted and I feel really bad. And then I felt guilty because I wasn't talking to you guys. I just like disappeared and kind of ghosted everybody. But I had some personal things that I was dealing with in these times, so hopefully you guys forgive me for that because it was crazy. Um, We, I mean, we don't really even know, like, how we, well, we have guesses, I guess. So we went to a wedding, like, I don't know, three weeks before our wedding, and we're kind of thinking we got it from there, but I'm honestly not like it could be anywhere it could be a grocery store or something too you know like there's just no way to like really tell there was no one specific person that we um 
like knew had it and gave it to us or anything like that. But Tyler started feeling sick on like the weekend or something. Like I'm, I can't even really remember now, but it was like a weekend. He kind of started to feel sick. I felt fine. And it's also been like super smoky. We had a ton of wildfires here. And so it was like crazy smoky for like a really long time. And so I thought that he was just like coughing because he was getting like a lot. Of, he was inhaling a lot of smoke and he works outside and the air quality was just like terrible. Um, but after a while and then I don't know, Tyler's like gets sick like once a year and it's usually like pretty gross. Um, not pretty gross, but I mean, it's just like he's, he doesn't feel good. Like when he does, you know, when he doesn't feel good, he really doesn't feel good type of thing. And so he was like kind of getting progressively worse. Like every day I still felt okay. Um, but he wasn't running a fever and he really just had like a cough, like a little bit of a cough. I don't even know if he had a cough at that point, actually. In the beginning, I think he just didn't feel good. It was just like a head cold. Um, yeah, he didn't have a cough at that point. So he was like still going to work and stuff. And we, um, so yeah, it was really just like a head cold. And then he, um, finally, it was his birthday, I think. And he got tested for COVID or we bought like some at-home tests. And originally we were like, there's no way this is COVID. It would be so much worse. Like you're really not that sick. Like it's probably not COVID. It's just a cold. And because I don't know, I just, I always thought like if we were going to get it, like we would get super sick. And so he like, you know, we were like, oh, I don't think we need to take a test. But then we we're like, oh, we probably should just in case, whatever, just to clear it off the table. So we get take-home tests, and by this point, it had been like, I don't know, three or four days, five days, something like that. I can't really remember, and he, I had woken up on this morning, and I did not feel good. Like, I woke up and was like, mm, I think I'm getting sick too, and, but I woke up with, like, slightly different symptoms. Like, I felt like I had a head cold, but I was running a small fever, and so we both took tests this day and Tyler came back positive immediately, but I came out negative. And so I was like, what the heck? Like, how are we both sick, but you have it and I don't? And I I just didn't really like believe that. And so we both just like took the precautions and pretended like we both had it, even though I was testing negative. And we both just immediately quarantined from that point. And um, I had taken like another test later that day. It came out negative. And then the next morning I took a test and it came out negative. And then I think it was the day after that was when I finally tested positive. And so, which in some ways was kind of like a relief. I mean, like I didn't want COVID obviously, but I was also like, how am I sick? And I was almost sicker than Tyler. Like I was running a fever, not like super crazy high fever, but I had a fever. I was just feeling like super gross and dead. And like he wasn't feeling good, but he was getting up, making dinner. Like he was still doing things. And I just felt like I couldn't do anything. Like I felt like super gross. And we were sleeping all day and just like hanging out, like not, <laughs> I mean, it was rough. But we're like, all right, we're just going to sleep this thing off. We're going to kick it and like, but of course we had a wedding that was in like less than two weeks. So we were starting to get pretty stressed and, um, but we were both like, you know, we've known people that have gotten this, like we really don't have it that bad. Like we should be fine. Like the 10 days will be up before the wedding day. Um, so like, it's all good. 
And but like we really weren't feeling better. Like we were just like kind of staying the same. And uh, then I don't know, I guess like uh, the week had gone by like the first week and we were like kind of starting to get like a little bit better. We still felt pretty tired. We didn't have a ton of energy, but um, we were like trying to figure out what we were going to do. So we had to tell our vendors and tell everybody. We told all of our guests what was happening and uh, that we were going to get a doctor's clearance note because we started to panic that when you have COVID, you could in theory, test positive for like 90 days, I think it is, after you have it. And so we're like, well, shoot, one, we have this wedding and like, you know, we we had to basically either provide a doctor's note to say like, yeah, we can still do this or we have to show a negative test. And we knew like the chances of us testing negative were probably not great. So um, and then for our honeymoon, we were supposed to go to Cabo in Mexico and we kind of just like talked about it and for a few different reasons one of those being that we didn't want to feel like garbage on our wedding or on our honeymoon and two um again we didn't know if we were going to test positive and get back into the country or not so we decided to cancel it which was really heartbreaking i was so sad and i mean at this point it was like one punch in the face after the other and i was getting so upset and i was so tired and so drained and like nothing about the wedding sounded appealing anymore i was like really really just like dreading it in a lot of ways and um i i could almost get emotional talking about it because it was really it was really hard and um harder like I didn't even really talk about it that much on social media because I just I I needed to just like be off and not have opinions of people and all of that but um so anyway we uh canceled our honeymoon and then it was on the 10th day of our quarantine which was Tuesday um we went to a doctor's office and um we went to the first doctor and we asked for like we made an appointment we told them what we needed that we were on our last day of quarantine that we were you know had covid we were probably going to test positive still but like we needed a doctor's clearance because at this point like we were feeling pretty good like we weren't contagious anymore like fevers were gone like all that stuff so we went in and we couldn't even see the doctor like they told us nope you are if you're going to test positive like you can't see a doctor And I'm like, well, what the heck? Like, you're supposed to be fine after your 10 days. And I could, in theory, test positive for 90 days. So, like, what are we supposed to do? And they basically had no answers for us. So that was really stupid. And so at that point, we left this doctor's office and we called, like, a few other ones. And it was just, like, so emotional. And there there was a – on this day when we were driving back to the house – Tyler I mean we kind of just sat there in silence for a while and Tyler like reaches over and grabs my hand and he asked if he could pray for us and started and I mean I don't want to like embarrass him or anything but it was like a really sweet moment and I think it really brought us together because prior to this like we were fighting I mean I'm gonna be just real with you like I was still trying to do some wedding stuff like we had stuff to pack and get ready and like some wedding stuff that had to be done and here I am like sick as a friggin' dog and we were fighting we were arguing like there was so much tension between us like it was not a good time and I think after leaving that doctor's doctor's office and kind of just feeling like it was the last straw and we were like 
honestly probably five minutes away from canceling the wedding on that car ride like we left and we're like we're gonna have to cancel our wedding like we both just got so emotional and he reaches over and grabs my hand and asks if he could pray for us and he started crying which of course made me start crying and we were both just like bawling and we really just like begged God to like show us what to do like help help us feel at peace with whatever decision we had to make at that point whether it was to cancel or to move forward somehow or figure out another plan and you know to help guide us in that crazy time and I mean it really was just like it was such a hard day but God works in really crazy mysterious ways and he works fast when you ask him and uh, literally that same day we were able to find a doctor um, that would take us in and that we you know we could get a, a note from and basically told us that you know if you don't have a fever for three or four days like you're not contagious anymore and we were past the, the quarantine period and everything so it all worked out we got our doctor's note and uh, we were we were I mean that was a huge relief um, so Anyway, at that point, we were like, all right, I guess we're moving forward. Like, we are we are doing this thing. And it was a little boost to us for sure. But then at this point, we still had to kind of worry about the fires. There was a lot, you know, now the fires were like five miles away from our wedding venue. And that was a little crazy. But all that to say, obviously, we got to get married. We got to do everything. And it was all fine. Um, so that was good. Um, anyway, so that's kind of like what happened with COVID. And just all the craziness beforehand and that really just yeah it was that was wild um so anyway but now we can kind of jump forward onto the wedding week so I mean it's it's nothing too crazy but Tyler's family came into town early that week um I got my nails done and we hung out with his family and took um some of the kids to like ride the horses and then we trailered our horses out to our venue and uh we kind of just hung out that day and then we had the wedding rehearsal um which was really fun it was just outdoors pretty casual but it was really good to see a lot of my family that I haven't gotten to see in a long time so that was really special and then then we did our rehearsal on a Thursday like wedding was on Saturday we did rehearsal two days before because we both decided that um you know we we just kind of wanted like an extra day to like hang out and relax and we didn't have to like go to a rehearsal the day before the wedding originally we wanted to do this because we thought well if people are going to be drinking it's probably better that they don't feel great on Friday versus Saturday so we but and then as it got closer and we got sick and me and Tyler were both not really in the mood to do any type of like exciting partying. We were just happy to be alive in there. Um, so Thursday was pretty mellow, but we uh, we we still really liked doing that because then we just had Friday all day Friday to just like take a breath, relax and and really just reflect on everything and so Friday was really nice because I got some like one-on-one -on -one time with my mom I got to just go back and hang out with her by ourselves which was nice and then from there uh, there was like a dinner Friday night um, just like a super casual like dinner and then yeah went back and uh, I stayed at my parents like Airbnb that they got and woke up Saturday and it was my wedding day and that was like really special and 
crazy emotional day. I feel like it didn't hit me. I thought I was going to be more emotional than I was actually, which is kind of funny, but I almost think I just like didn't really feel like it was actually real, like it was happening. And I'm sure I still didn't feel like super great, <laughs> but I, you know, I didn't, I don't know. I just, I, I thought I'd like wake up and like immediately start crying. And I was definitely like emotional throughout the day in like spots, but I didn't, feel it didn't feel real for a really long time and when we finally got to the venue and got ready and then it felt like you know the morning everybody getting ready takes like a while but then all of a sudden it was like boom 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 let's go do this thing and that was when it just like really hit me um like I did a first look with my dad and he got emotional which made me really emotional and then there was this moment where probably for like five minutes, I was just left alone in the bridal suite room right before the ceremony, before even before my dad came and got me or like anybody else was there. It was just me. And that was when it like really hit me it was like I it was just quiet. Everybody was out there like starting to get ready for the ceremony and lining up. And I was just like, holy cow, this is actually happening. And so that was like pretty, that was like a pretty intense moment. And uh, anyway, so then I went, we did the ceremony, which was beautiful. I, it was everything I ever could have wanted. I wanted like a really long walk, which it ended up being a very long walk, uh, probably a little longer than I was like expecting it to be. But um, it was really good and it was really beautiful. And I, I actually liked the long walk because I was super, I got like really emotional. Like as soon as we stepped out, me and my dad stepped out and Tyler told me that like he would have been like really ugly crying if the walk was any shorter, like he'd be like sobbing out loud. And so he's like, the long walk actually helped me pull myself together. Like by the time you got up to me. So um, that was probably for the best. Um, and then... I, uh, you know, we did our ceremony, which was my favorite part of the day. Um, it was really full of Jesus and love, and it was just a really special thing. And we got to take communion um, during our ceremony, which was really, really beautiful for us to do together. It was like our first thing we wanted to do as a married couple was take communion. And uh, then after our ceremony, kind of just all the typical wedding stuff. I mean, there really wasn't anything like too crazy I mean we got introduced out of the back of my horse trailer everybody jumped in my horse trailer and we all jumped out of it and got introduced in the reception that was fun um but I yeah I mean besides that like it was pretty standard it just felt like it flew by though I mean people tell you that like it goes fast and holy cow they're right it really goes fast I mean it just felt like boom 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 done night's over time to leave and um man, it's it just a blink of the eye. I mean, you spend so long prepping for it and then it's all just, it's done, it's over and it's so quick, um, which is crazy. But um, so yeah, then we went back, me and Tyler got like a little cabin and it was the wedding night, which I will not be talking about. Um, but that was really special for those of you who don't know, Tyler and I did wait until we were married. So it was a really special night um that's all I'm gonna say about that <laughs> um and then from there what else let's see that was Saturday night so Sunday we had to go back to the venue and grab some stuff and then we went to lunch with a bunch of our family that was still in town and then we drove back home to our house in Reno 
and uh, we had some of Tyler's friends from Montana were staying in Reno and we didn't leave for our mini moon that we ended up booking or going on. We didn't leave for that until Monday. So we drove back to Reno with some of the friends and then we hung out with them that night. And then on Monday, we headed out to Carmel, California to uh, go hang out at the beach for a few days. So that was cool. And then um, we were there from, let's see, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So we left Thursday. And then we drove back to my parents' house after that and picked up my dog because they were watching my dog for me. And then um, we went back home and started real life on Friday. Um, kind of finished out the weekend, Saturday, Sunday, and then Monday hit and boom, right back to normal life. So it was kind of a kind of a whirlwind. Everything happened really fast. I honestly like cannot believe it's all over. Um, that's like what I've been putting my whole heart and soul into for so long and it's over. It's done, which is like a huge relief in a lot of ways. But I definitely can see why some people get like the bridal blues because I am feeling it. I'm like, oh, it's over now. Like, what the heck? But it is kind of nice because we are still planning on doing like a normal honeymoon at some point. Um, and so it's kind of nice to have something to look forward to where we can still like celebrate being married and all that good stuff. Um, but there, I mean, there's, that's it. I mean, it's, we're, here we are, we're doing life and I'm about to go into like a really busy wedding season for work and everything. So uh, we don't get to like, I feel like we just, you know, we had such a whirlwind of, you know, getting sick, having so much stress, having the wedding, which was like really, you know, exciting, lots of adrenaline. It's so fun. And then the mini moon was like a nice little getaway, but like not, you know, it was only like three, four days and then boom, back to real life. And like now we're jumping into like crazy, busy real life. And so it is just a lot. And I'm really looking forward to winter when everything is going to slow down for me um, so I can actually like maybe take a deep breath from all of this because I still feel like I'm on like a wedding high right now and it's probably not going to go away until the end of October. So there's a lot happening. Um, but yeah, that's I mean, we don't have any like set plans yet for a honeymoon or anything, but we're hoping to go before March. Um, but we'll see how all that works out. I'm not really sure. We, we're gonna, we gotta kind of like re-save for it and, uh, you know, figure out like what a good time to go and all that good stuff. So anyway, with all that being said, that is pretty much it. I really just wanted to like give you guys kind of like a life update, um, this morning, today, whatever time you're listening. Um, but I did promise you guys um a while ago that this episode would be like a Q&A episode like I told you like the first episode that was going to come back would be Q&A and I never did it because I was sick with COVID so we're gonna do that right now because I don't have like a ton of questions um so I'm just gonna answer like and some of them were repetitive so I just kind of like turned them into one question so there's only like a few here that I'm going to answer just so I can say that I did it and we're done and then we're going to move back to like our normal regularly scheduled program after this. So uh, the first question is, <laughs> is can I come see your cows? 
um, which I don't have cows. Um, I don't know if people actually know this or not, which it might be a little misleading. So Tyler and I started a Instagram, like a new brand. We started a YouTube channel uh, called The Making of Elrod Ranch. Well, that's our Instagram. The YouTube is uh, Elrod Ranch. But, um, and I will have like links to all of these things in the show notes. But the, the purpose behind that is Tyler and I have this really big goal of like becoming first generation cattle ranchers. And it's kind of been our dream and it's always been Tyler's dream, but I've like adopted that dream since being with him. I was always just like the horse girl and everything was like horses, horses, horses. And then since meeting Tyler, it's become cows, cows, cows. So (laughs) we, uh, we are striving to do that. Our plan is to eventually move back up to Montana where Tyler lived for like seven years and, um, we will go back up there and live our lives and, and raise babies and raise cows um but yeah so basically our Instagram and our YouTube is just kind of documenting like what we're doing in our journey and it's not always like big crazy things that we're doing because it's kind of like a five-year plan we got going um so just baby steps but it's also kind of like just our daily lives and vlogging and uh, ranch lifestyle type things because we do live on a 50 acre ranch uh where we are right now in Reno so um but we don't own it we're just renting it but Um, There are cows out here on the property and you're more than welcome to come see them. Uh, They're just not our cows, but they're cool. We're like, you can still like go see them and whatever. And I have my horses out here and stuff. So anyway, we love having guests. We're very, we love hosting things. So (laughs) to answer that question, um, the second question is from my friend Kyla. You guys know her, Kyla Christine Photography. Uh, What does Tyler love the most about you? LOL. You already know that. (laughs) So funny story. Um, The answer, which is kind of weird to answer about myself, but I'm it'll make more sense when I give you the backstory on this. Um, The answer to that is Tyler's favorite thing is that I love Jesus. And the reason why that is kind of a funny question that Kyla is asking is because at my bridal shower, we played this like bridal jeopardy game. And, um, we like had questions about like Tyler, questions about me, questions about us together. And so one of the questions like people had to answer was what does Tyler love the most about me? And that was his answer. And Kyla got it right. And I was like, so shocked. Like people were like, oh, her eyes, her hair, her, you know, whatever, love for horses, whatever. But, um, anyway, so Kyla got that one right. So that's, that's pretty funny. Um, okay, next question. Um, so this one is a really good question, actually. Um, so these next two are kind of like businessy related, but um, it's from my girl Bailey with Wandering Heifers Boutique. So shout out to her. Go check her out. Her stuff is so cute. Um, but it is, do you ever miss having a normal Instagram? And normal's in like quotations. But uh, she said like a personal account, not a business account. Um, where you don't have to think of posts or thought out captions. Um, And I would say no, but because I don't really feel like I have a, like just a business account. Um, And that wasn't always true. Like I used to have a personal account and a business account. Like I had my personal regular everyday 
Instagram photos where it was like iPhone photos. It wasn't that like aesthetic looking. And then I had my photography account that was just my work and whatever. But that was like when I first got started and I really didn't understand that much about branding and personal brands and like the importance of it. And I had my personal life and my business completely separate. Well, now that I've grown in business and learned a lot more and actually seen results from doing different things, I realized that putting the two together into one account is so much more beneficial for your business and for just life. Um, Now, I understand that I have different goals than other people, um, so this might not be true for everyone. However, I always treated my personal account even like when I had like two very separate accounts, I always treated it kind of like a business. Like I was still building a brand about myself and I actually had more followers on my uh, personal account than I did on my business account um, because I just, I, I had kind of built this brand around myself. Um, and I think why that one grew so much better is because I was actually showing pictures of my face and I was talking about myself and like showing my life while as my business account, I would just show my work. And um, that, you know, you've heard me say it before, but like that's just, I mean, it's not enough. And I I mean that with like the kindest heart and like the most gentle way of like saying it, but you have to be showing up on your account, especially if you have like a business where you are the solo person, like you are a personal brand and like people want to see you and you're more likely to get booked and like have people buy from you when they know things about you and when you feel familiar. Um, So you have to be like talking about yourself. You have to be showing up on your account. So when I like really started to do that on my business account, that's when I saw so much more growth. So I, um, I did, I started doing that and that account started growing and I paid less attention to my personal account And I mean, I get the, like, in some ways it's nice to have an account where you can just like throw up pictures and you don't have to worry about like coming up with like a thought out caption. So I could see that, but I'm very, I've always been like a writer. I really like writing and like being in depth on things. And so for me, even on my personal posts, a lot of times I'd either be thinking of like a witty short caption or I'd be writing out a long thought out caption anyway. So it really wasn't. I don't really notice like a difference, I guess. And I still talk about, like I said, my personal life on my business account. So if you're only talking about your business on your business account, like don't do that. Talk about yourself. Talk about, um, and that's really key, especially in like stories. You can keep your feed like, you know, more about your business if you want, but make sure that you have pictures of yourself in your feed too. And that you're showing your face on your stories and now reels and videos and all that are like really huge. So you want to be doing stuff in those too. But um, yeah, I I feel like I want to say no. I don't really miss having it. It's a lot easier to me to just have one, um, one account. So uh, where I can just put everything all in one space. Um, now with that being said, I have one account that, you know, is like my personal account that is my personal businesses and brands so that includes like anything educational for business and then photography stuff and then just my personal life but then we have the Elrod Ranch Instagram and then um, which is more like ranching lifestyle and um, I want to start doing like maybe some recipes on there and like kind of just making it like a 
ranching lifestyle homesteading like stuff like that kind of account um and then keeping like I said my personal account is more just like my relationships and um, business and photography and all that kind of stuff. So keeping it more just separated in that sort of way. And then I have a podcast Instagram as well that you've probably seen. Um, But yeah, so uh, I hope that answers your question. And then the last question I'm going to answer today is how did you know when to license your business? Also how? And that's from baileyj.photography. Um... So I am not a lawyer and I cannot give you, I'm not a lawyer, I'm not an accountant, um, I'm none of those things. So I cannot offer you any legal advice. Uh, So anything that I say is not legal advice, nor is it like, you know, you have to check into it for yourself. Um, So every state is different. Um, Every, you know, county is different. Um, And so there's really no like, consistent answer to this question and I know that's really frustrating for a lot of people because I get it like I was there too um but I I would my I mean my number one advice is like get an accountant and have them help you walk you through this and it is an investment they're not always like cheap but it is so worth it to have the back end of your business set up the right way um because I mean, it's true. Like there is so much that you could miss if you're trying to do it all on your own and you don't know what you're doing. Um, so how do you know when to license your business? Um, you should be licensing your business the second you decide to create a business. Um, you should be getting all of this stuff figured out. Like it's, I think a lot of people misunderstand this and they think that like, oh, I don't have to do it because I'm just getting started. And I know a lot of people that do that and, you know, that's, I don't, I'm not going to say that's okay because it's, it's not. And I'm not going to say that I haven't done things like that, but, uh, you are taking a big risk. Let's just say that. Like there is a risk that the IRS is going to find you. If you're not paying taxes on this money that you're making, like you could get fined big time. And the IRS can look back at like seven years, I think it is. Um, Again, don't quote me on that, but they can look back years and years and years. So if you are making a bunch of money and not reporting it, like you could get in trouble. So it's better to just not even go down that road. So you should license your business like right away. Um, they say even if you make one dollar, like you need to, you you are classified as a business. So, um, and yeah, like that's that's pretty much it. Like that's when you should be doing it. Like do it now. <laughs> and then how to do that? Again, I would get an accountant and have them help you get everything. Whoa, I just hit my microphone. That probably sounded crazy. Um, but I would get a accountant and have them help you set everything up um, just so you know it's done right and then you don't have to worry about it and it'll feel so and it was like kind of intimidating for me when I first was like getting an accountant because I just had no idea like what to ask or what to say I didn't want to feel like I was stupid um, but after getting off the phone call with him oh my gosh I just felt like a new person I was like yes this is amazing like this guy is my hero uh, praise Jesus like this is what I needed and so I feel like it might be intimidating going in there and talking to somebody but once you do I think you're gonna feel so much better you'll feel so much more confident about like how a business runs and like what you're doing and you'll just kind of feel cool about yourself like hey I have a legit business now so um, 
those are all important things to keep in mind. Um, so anyway, that's how I would do it. There are websites that help you do it as well, which would be like LegalZoom.com. I personally haven't used it. Tyler has used it in the past and he really liked it. Um, but so, I mean, I don't have a personal account on it, but he does. So that's another option that would probably be a little cheaper than an accountant. Um, and then if you're trying to do it yourself, I mean, it's going to be just a whole lot of Google. Like, you know, you got to figure out what kind of business entity you want to be, whether it's a sole proprietor, an LLC. Um, if you're just like a single person, you could probably be a sole proprietor for a while. But then like if you have a family and all this liability, then I would say an LLC is probably better. Again, I'm not giving you legal advice because I, I don't want to be responsible for that. So <laughs> I know it's confusing. I know it's hard. So just uh, talk to somebody that knows what they're talking about so you can make sure that you're doing it right from the beginning. Um, other than that, I think that's all I got for you guys. Um, man, it feels good to be back behind this microphone. Let me just say that I haven't done this in so long and I feel like I just rambled your ear off for an hour, but um, I miss you guys. I love you guys and I can't wait to uh, get back into this. I can't, I'm, I'm really hoping to like batch out some episodes and get it consistent, but this is a short week for me and I'm entering into a busy, busy month. So I'm just going to be totally honest with you guys. I'm not going to make any promises for the month of October. It, I'm really going to try to get ahead, but I have a lot of other stuff I have to get done to and taken care of. So I'm kind of just like taking it as I can and doing what I can and I hope that's okay with you guys. I promise after all of this is over, I'll be back more consistently. Um, consistency is so huge to me and it's so important to me. So it's like really frustrating me that I can't be as consistent as I would like to be. But anyway, that's for another day. Um, I love you guys. Thank you guys so much for listening and being a part of this journey with me. And it is just the best having you here. And um, yeah, I love you and I will talk to you in the next one. Bye, guys. Hey, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Branded Cowgirl podcast. To stay up to date on the show, give input, ask questions, and more, make sure to join the exclusive Facebook group just for listeners. You can also follow us on Instagram and check out all of the show notes by going to sarahelrodblog.com slash brandedcowgirlpodcast. That's sarahelrodblog.com slash brandedcowgirlpodcast. And if you have not yet, make sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts so that this show can continue to grow and get into the ears of more Western creatives just like you. All right, y'all, I will see you in the next one.